ready? But like, how, how ready are you? As ready as I can be and will be. Mm. So like, you know. So you're gonna start. For sure. Because you're ready. Correct. Nice. Bring it. Bring it on. I didn't like that movie. I was actually gonna ask you what you think of that movie. <laughs> I didn't like it. The first one was obviously better because it was the original. Oh, the second I know. one was, it was trash. There's like two or three. No, maybe two. I don't know. Mm. There's definitely more than one. I know that for sure. I don't know how I feel about that movie. I don't remember it. Mm. I don't remember most movies. It was very, like, of that generation. Or mm-hmm. that year. <laughs> that means no sense. Exactly. That decade. Was that 2000s? So essentially what you're saying is that movie was very much like the time it was made? It was just very, yeah. That, that style of movie was very, like... Girl power, mean girls, going to school, yeah. things happen. Cliche. Cliche. Mm-hmm. That's the word. There you go. It's a shame because I've started the podcast, so this is all... I can tell. Yeah. I know you can tell. I, I which know. Which makes it I worse. Which makes it worse. worse. Yeah. Are you awake? Yeah. Okay. Good. In the gray we back, in the house, we're here. Have no fear. Ew. Oh no, how did I start it again? And we're live. <laughs> I love that start. Why? It's so lame. It just feels good. And you know what I realized? That's how uh, Bruce Buffer starts his uh, things for UFC. Oh really? That's why I like it so much. I didn't even, but I didn't even realize that. Mm. I'm still going to use it though. I feel Thanks, like Bruce. I can't even picture that. Bruce Buffer? Him saying that. Huh. He says it every single time, but you know, it's all good. Uh, Alright, well we're going to get right into the juice. So let's talk about our week. What is it? Was this the third week of twenty twenty one? Who the fuck knows? I don't know. It's a good question. It's yeah. very, very, very interesting times. Well, would you? Uh, how was your week? You know what's happened? Um. Obviously, COVID's still going on. COVID. Our quarantine's still going on. COVID's so sick. <laughs> COVID's just like yo, bro. I'm not going anywhere. Bro. No. Are you dumb? No. Oh, twenty twenty's over, and you guys think you're good, bro. And I was actually thinking about uh, Spanish flu and how that was like, that lasted three years. Mm-hmm. I could not imagine doing this for three years. I can. I can't. It's I don't want. No, I don't want it, but I can definitely picture it. Mm. Um, but yeah, definitely feeling like, not only am I feeling COVID effects, but I feel like I'm really feeling it from other people. Emotionally is a big one. Uh, I'm starting to miss my brothers quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and just knowing, like, people with their withdrawals right now of not being able to socialize in certain ways or, um, just being so confined and not having any outlets. Mm-hmm. Um, like, even one of my clients, uh, last time I trained her, she was worried she was pregnant. And so she sent her husband to go get her, um, a pregnancy test. Mm-hmm. And... Then she texted me today saying she wasn't pregnant and she was bummed about it. Because it would have been something to do kind of thing? Something to look forward to. And mm-hmm. like she didn't say that, but I was like, she was like, I don't know why I'm bummed about this. And I was like, it would have been something to look forward to, which we don't have anything like that going on right now. Like, mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I, 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 I totally get that. Um, like I feel like for me, a part of that was like even just getting our tattoos this week. Oh, for sure. I was... So looking forward to it. Every large purchase you've made in the last year? What's a large purchase? <laughs> what is that? It's not a large purchase, but it's close. Oh, yeah. okay. A large purchase. <laughs> cool. All right. Just wanted to make sure that we're all on the same page. 
Um, mm-hmm. Yes, every large purchase you've made in the last year, mm-hmm. I feel like is you like feeling restricted to mm-hmm. not being able to just be free, which you love, mm. um, and have something to look forward to. Love and looking forward to. Yeah. yeah. That's your thing. I like a nice juicy treat down the road. You do. You know? Yeah. For sure. But yeah, man, that was cool. I enjoyed um, I enjoyed the fact that we got dope tattoos. I actually like the... Pro- the one thing I did miss, honestly, is I do like going to get tattoos together. And it was kind yeah. of... It kind of sucked that we had to do it, like, separately. Separate. Um, yeah. But I do... I like that guy. And I do think, moving forward, we would be able to bring Quinn. Like, I think if we went in the summer, yeah. when things are kind of clearer... Yeah, he, I think he's chill. Yeah. Like, I think he'd literally be like, yeah, just chill... Well, his shop would be... Well, he'd have his shop back. Yeah, but I mean... Um, if it was in the same circumstance. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And... Because I think he was even offended that we didn't bring Quinn. Because I had mentioned that we brought her to do one of her other tattoos. Mm-hmm. And I just said, like, the other person would, like, just walk around with her while they were getting the tattoo done. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, he just wanted to know so much about the kids and, like, mm-hmm. our lives. Yeah. So, I think he was a little offended. And then even when we went downstairs, did you notice how he was like, can I look at her? For sure. Even in the elevator, he was like, man, your daughter's so cute, man. I was, like, looking at her in the back seat, and, like, she just looks like she's thinking. Like, she was, like, looking out the window, but, like, not looking, just, like, thinking. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, you know, cool, let's just do this. And then he was like, <laughs> I have a daughter, too. I feel like he was just dying to say I have kids. Yeah. Yeah. He's just looking to relate, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool guy, though. I like mm-hmm. him a lot. I think he's cool, and I, I definitely think he'll be the tattoo guy going forward. Mm-hmm. But, man, these tattoos are sick. I want six more right now you do mm-hmm. i think he started an addiction for you you think so yeah because i think now that you have a dude and it's not expensive mm-hmm. and he's pretty open yeah other than tattooing small tattoos for your clients i mean hey man you know it's funny even when i was there i was like what's that cute little something i could just tell him to be like you're a dog just yeah put a dot on my neck real quick like you <laughs> know like just do something like tough yeah i kind of want one nonsense tattoo you have one. What? Well, it's not really nonsense, I guess. Disrespect. <laughs> Disrespect. What's my nonsense? Go ahead. Well, I was going to say your raptor was just like... nonsense. But it was just a silly thing. It no. wasn't like a real thing. It was real. I was there. I was at Game 7 when Kawhi Leonard hit that shot. I was okay, a part of the process. Okay, but that's not why. You and uh, your friends. Yep. I made my friends. But also, I got it because I was a part of it. Oh, okay. I was... They needed me out there in the stands. <laughs> when Kawhi hit that shot, he was like, you know what? Thanks, Joseph. Yeah. Thank you so much for being here. <laughs> no, hug the man beside you. Hug the man, the Indian man that you don't know beside you. Yeah. And jump in circles like schoolgirls. Yeah. And I said, all right, Kwai. And then he said, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. it was a wrap. Yeah. yeah. That's funny. Um, you know what's funny, though? I do often forget it that I have that tattoo. Oh, really? Yeah. Even on, uh, when I was in the other podcast on Sunday, OJ was like, bro, uh, somehow it came up in the podcast that... We were saying, like, raptors live on forever or something. And then he was, OJ was like, yeah, and he lives on in you. The raptors live on in you. And I was like, well, what? And he was like, <laughs> you have a part of the raptors on. Like, he was giving me that look of, like, Come don't you on. get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, what are you talking about? And he's like, you got a tattoo, bro, or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, right. Mm-hmm. And then he started roasting dance because he doesn't have his. Yet. I was just going to say that. He's Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess outside of that, or cool, sorry, did I cut off your week? Um, that's pretty much it. Like, mm-hmm. I, I feel like I'm definitely wanting to do something family, like ASAP. 
which has been a feeling for a while, but I feel like now I just don't care. I'm just going to force it. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I think I'm, I'm noticing so much negativity from people and them not trying to be negative, but almost just like you can't escape it being mm-hmm. in quarantine. Mm-hmm. So I feel like almost every conversation I'm having with like clients and friends and stuff, I'm trying to be more positive with things Mm -hmm. and even with myself i'll have days where i feel like a debbie downer and then um just kind of catch myself and wanting to like just have positive vibes and not um even it's something that i'm upset about i'll try to think about something positive with it yeah i get that i I think um yeah you know I, i i think even it's weird like, whenever I do have conversations with, like, Brian Davey, for example, mm-hmm. anytime I talk to him, I just feel like, why am I not calling him six times a week? Yeah. You know? I feel like we should have a weekly conversation with him. Yeah, we should. Matter of fact, I'm going to call him tomorrow. Okay. Do you think I'm going to do it? Yes, because I'm going to make you do it. Oh. <laughs> you can't make me do anything, <laughs> honey. Yes, I can. No, you can strongly suggest, and I might feel bad, and then I'll do it. See, that's the thing with you. Listen. If I say make, you mm-hmm. immediately are like, nope, not doing it. That's right. Sorry, Brian. Thank Melanie for that. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I, I do like having certain conversations with certain people just because it does have that positive vibe to it. And and then that kind of makes me miss people, like interacting with people in that way. But honestly, honestly, deep down in my soul, I don't really miss anybody. I have moments of missing people, but... Mm-hmm. It it comes and goes. Mm-hmm. I just miss being out and about. Yeah, I really miss that being mm-hmm. able to, being able to do errands and like driving around with Quinn and like just us going to dinner on the weekend. Like I mean that was pre Quinn, but like but even we were doing a bit with yeah, Quinn too. Totally. Um, I just miss being able to be out and about. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's a very big thing for me, and I've always. I've always been that person that, like, always has so much shit to do, even though it's not real shit, but it's mm-hmm. stuff that I like to do. Yeah, but I'm starting to feel it. Another thing, too, I didn't add to the thing, but I'm starting to feel it for Quinn, though. Like, mm-hmm. I'm starting to feel it for her in terms of, like, needing to, like, be around other people, and I want that more for her now. Like, she needs that, I think. And even though they say, well, it's only after three, it's like, well, every kid's different. And I, I also think... Um, have her having that now isn't gonna be a negative you know yeah having people around her so um yeah i agree and i i think lately she's been like she's feels like she has to do stuff with me now whereas Mm -hmm. before i think i mentioned this the other day where Mm -hmm. it was fine if we were in the same room and she was doing her own thing but now like even when she was done dinner she like when you're sleeping she just came in here and i sat down i'm like what do you want to do and Mm -hmm. she just sat on my lap Mm mm-hmm I was like, no, like, pick something, Pick bro. a thing. And she's like, I'm doing it, Mom. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I really hate that. Like, half her life has been in quarantine. That's mm-hmm. crazy. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. I do, think it, I do think things will slowly wrap up this year, though. Like, I think we'll start to see um, change. And, you know, one thing I've actually been thinking about a lot more lately is I do think there will be factors at play that force us to get the vaccine. Whether it's my place of employment that makes it mandatory or just, I mean, I guess it depends, mm-hmm. but um, I'm starting to wrap my head around that now as well. Mm-hmm. Um, just the possibility of like, just being like, you know what, 
All right. It is what it is. Well, I don't know. Depending I think, on how things are going. Yeah, I think a lot more research needs to be done. And even though they're vaccinating a lot of people right now, and, you know, a couple months from now, there could be a huge repercussion from that, or there could not. Who knows? But I do kind of want to reach out to, like, other... Um, um, honestly, no, no naturopaths or anything like that, but people who... Um, just are able to, like, for example, if you get immunization shots, there's ways that you can de- detox that. Mm-hmm. So whether it's in the nutrition wor- world or um, just some way to perform, reaching out to someone who is, um, kind of knows both sides of whether it's like holistic and, or just allopathic, mm-hmm. um, to know which ways you can kind of detox them. So. Mm. Yeah. Um, that'd be great. I just feel like it's so new. It's like. Yeah. You know, that's... Yeah. Might be impossible. Well, I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, I guess that's kind of how the week's going. Um, I don't know. It's, uh... Yeah. Yeah. I know what you mean about the vaccine, too, though. I feel like I'm trying to... Obviously, I don't want to take it, but... Yeah, exactly that. I absolutely don't want to take it. It would be a last resort. Um... You know, but it's, I don't know, it's just a scary thought because you don't know what's in it. You don't know the repercussions. You constantly hear, um, you know, conspiracy theories or whatever it may be. Um, so, I don't know. Just, well, we know what's in it. We just don't know the repercussions and how that cocktail of ingredients are going to affect people long term. And that's the part that's discerning. But I think, I think... You know, I guess I'm just, again, if if it would only, for me, taking it, it would only be under the grounds that it's greatly going to impact um, a crucial part of my life that's necessary to the survival of, like, mm-hmm. us as a family. That's the only way I would take it. And if it comes to that, I would just be okay with it. Because if I'm going to do it, I'm not going to do it and be like, oh my god. I'm just going to do it and just, you know, keep it moving and um, just try and stay as healthy as possible. It's the best case scenario, really, mm-hmm. towards mitigating any kind of issues or, you know, potential outbreaks. But just it is what it is. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just, I'm, I've been having that feeling, like, that's going to somehow present itself. And, I, and it's also part of the reason why I feel like, um, you know, really working on other forms of content creation or other trying to generate or build other revenue streams is so important so that if it did come to that I would just I could be okay just being like well I'm good I don't Mm -hmm. really need Mm -hmm. so we'll see Mm. we'll see yeah well uh, for a cup of tea we're gonna go into like an old school debate Mm -hmm. Uh, super old school I guess cholesterol that's a big one Mm -hmm. Um, you know back in the day well I would say even my grandmother her generation has constantly been told to like watch what you eat don't eat eggs don't eat things that say high cholesterol like when she goes grocery shopping she'll look at cholesterol at everything because Mm. she has high cholesterol um whereas your body actually produces 70 percent of the cholesterol that is needed in your body Mm. um so you're only actually eating 30 percent to add to that 70 yeah yeah um 
so I guess the big question is, are it's not is it about what you're actually eating, or is it really about you not being able to get rid of the estrogen or sorry the um, cholesterol that your body is producing? Mm. So if you're not crapping it out, then it's just lingering in your body, and your body is continuously making more. Great point. And also, if you're on top of that, eating foods that are higher in cholesterol, um, that just kind of adds to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I feel like that's that's never been a question that any of my doctor, my grandmother's doctors, have asked. Like it's even something I noticed, like with Quinn's doctor, nobody asks like what your shits are like. Mm-hmm. Nobody, nobody asks like how much water you're drinking that which I found that crazy with Quinn mm-hmm. she's never asked how much water Quinn drinks mm-hmm. um, and that's like a huge part of it if you're not getting rid of stuff and your body's constantly producing more stuff um, then for sure you're gonna have some problems right. um, and so with cholesterol as well it's a component of your cell membranes so every single cell um, needs cholesterol for it to be completely formed what is this cat doing Tan's just doing his own thing. Oh, his he, name's Tan. Did he tell the people that his name's Tan? Uh, I don't remember. I don't think so. His name was... His name was I feel Christo. like they don't care anymore. They don't give a fuck. You're right. They don't give a shit about the cat. You're right. Yeah. His name is Tan, though. Look at this guy. He's trying to find a spot, and there's not a spot. He's making lots of noise in the mic, but it's fine. Oh, really? No, not really. It's all good. Go on. Um, yeah, so cholesterol is also a component of the cell membrane. Um, it protects the cells from toxins. So, if you're someone who's ingesting a lot of toxins, your body's going to produce even more cholesterol. So, that could be another factor of why your cholesterol is high. And on top of that, if your body's continuously to produce more, and you're not shitting it out, your uh, cholesterol's going to be through the roof. Mm-hmm. Um, so, cholesterol is a good thing. And so, I shouldn't label it as um, you know a bad thing by any means, because you do need it for your cells to protect your cells, as mentioned. Um, as well is uh, cholesterol is a precursor for all your sex hormones. So a lot of people who have estrogen problems or to just to death. Oh my god! To, no, to dust. Oh my god! Testosterone. <laughs> Testosterone. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> I could not say, say any of it. Testosterone. Say it three more times. Testosterone. 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 Thank you. Okay, that was dumb. Um. Anyway, so cholesterol is a precursor for all of these. Um, so precursor for um, pregnenolone, for uh, progesterone, um, cholesterol, um, like literally everything, every hormone you can possibly think of, especially with your sex organs, mm-hmm. um, cholesterol is the precursor. So um, if you are producing too much cholesterol, as mentioned in the previous um, statements, you then will produce more estrogen, and other um, sex hormones that your body's trying to balance out with. Mm-hmm. Um, so, main thing I would take from the cholesterol conversation is um, not necessarily how much like you're eating, but um, how much you're going to the bathroom, how much water you're drinking, if you're um, having enough fiber to help pull everything out of your body. That sounds gross. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> enough fiber to help you poop um poop yeah and um yeah so everything in your body needs some kind of balance um so it's super important that obviously everything that goes in is going to come out as well um 
and yeah, a lot of people don't think about cholesterol as being a good thing and or even that it's related to all of your that it's a component of all your cell membranes. Mm. Um it's almost like fat. Yeah. Well yeah. yeah mm. That's a part of your cell membrane as well. Um Yeah. So cholesterol's not a bad thing. Make sure you're shitting. Right. Drink lots of water and fiber as mentioned. Um and think about toxins that you could be taking in that could be from like fried foods, um, could be from um, makeup or something that you're wearing. If you if you wear a lot of makeup and don't really wash your face, I'm kind of guilty at that at night. I mean, the makeup that I wear is um, pretty clean, but I sometimes really don't take off my mascara. I I've like, never noticed that. Really? I just don't think about it. Yeah. I just think, there's your face. You know? Like, I don't... <laughs> Why do you say that every morning? No. Um, yeah, so, obviously anything that you put on your skin could be a toxin as well. Mm-hmm. Um, stuff that you clean your house with. Um, it's one thing, even with the girl downstairs, she um, cleans every Sunday, and we can, like, literally smell, well, I can smell all of the cleaning solutions that she uses. Um, so stuff like that would be a factor as well. It would include as a toxin as well. Hmm. Um, so cholesterol good make sure you're pooping poop it up and just be mindful of stuff that you can uh, that you're ingesting or that you have in your household that could be toxins um, that would end up producing more cholesterol in your body cholesterol cholesterol Cholesterol. it's a big one it's Mm -hmm. very important people need to pay attention to it yeah Mm -hmm. do you know anyone who has high cholesterol uh, no, actually. Not even any of my clients. No. Mm-mm. Yeah, none of them. Uh, yeah. No current clients have that, have issues mm-hmm. like that. That, mm-hmm. that we've talked about, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, but I've had clients in the past and shit like that that I have for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you? You're Nona? Nona, uh, client, um... Yeah. Actually, that's not true. I have one client. Um, Up Baby's mom. Excuse me? Your old client. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah she definitely does. Mm-hmm. Pretty much all her health problems are wrapped around that, actually. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, should we head into the gray zone? The gray zone. Shh. Oh my god. What are we going to talk about? <laughs> What's the topic of discussion for the gray zone today? Parents and tips that we have for parents about kids during quarantine. All right. You did it. I did. You did it. Yep. Yeah, just to reiterate, we're going to discuss um, just giving parents some tips and thoughts of things they can do to positively stimulate kids and have them not lose their minds uh, during quarantine. And just things to help, just to keep things together, you know? I feel like it's a, I feel like everyone, especially for parents who are dealing with kids who are now at home, learning from home while you're in the office doing your mm-hmm. job, and it's like, um, it's a lot. It's some, And I think it's things that, you know, none of us ever expected this to happen. Yeah, this case this now. Long, you know, yeah. like, it's like, really, my kid's going to be homeschooled for forever? Like, it's just weird. 
Yeah. So just a few things that we're going to discuss to kind of just help you along in 2021 since it's still a thing. So uh, I'll go first. Uh, so the first thing I would, I would just say is just find time to take them outside. And it doesn't even have to be for, a, for it doesn't even have to be eventful. It doesn't have to be like you're going to go tobogganing or you're going to go climb a mountain or something. It just, just go outside, go for a walk around the block, go to the local park, um, make up some dumb game that you guys can play that's just fun. Um, even if you just go outside for half an hour, an hour, um, just really makes a difference, you know? It, it breaks up the fact that you're between the four walls that you're between all the time. And it just gives you a, like a, a little bit of a reset mm-hmm. where you feel like you get some fresh air. You don't really think about the fact that you're home, home all the time. And it just kind of kills time, too. Yeah, well, in a, yeah. In a positive I think, way. Yeah, breaking up the time makes a big difference. Mm-hmm. And I feel like for kids, that's such a big deal to be outside for like even half an hour. Mm-hmm. Like I noticed that a lot with Quinn. Like when she does go outside. Mm-hmm. She doesn't even care to go far. Like, we wanted... I wanted to go walk around the block. Mm. We walked maybe, like, six or seven houses down. She just, like, turned around and started walking back. Mm. And then literally, like... (laughs) So, initially, she kept, like, walking inside the door here. Mm. And then going up the stairs. We made it to, like, the second floor. And then she wanted to practice going down the stairs. And then she wanted to go back outside. Like, literally, she was just, like, practicing coming in and out of the house for, like, five minutes. Um... Especially for her, and I think I think one of the hardships too is a lot of people, I guess especially people in Toronto or in Canada, feel like it's winter. Like, what am I going to do outside right now? Especially if you're in Toronto, like ski hills are closed. So, you know, you're thinking like, what do you do? Mm-hmm. First of all, you're in Canada. You're a Canadian, or you're in colder climates. You have a jacket. You have boots. You have gloves. You have a hat. You have scarves. So dress up, right? Be weather appropriate and go outside. Just because it's cold doesn't mean you can't go outside. Um, and just like you were saying, like, you don't have to go far, do anything spectacular, especially if you have like young, young kids, like, you know, two, three years old or younger, you could literally just stand outside on the grass and they'll, you know, push a bush and then they'll sit and then they'll walk in circles, like just something to break up the monotony of being in the same house with the same toys and the same things, um, really makes a big difference. Mm -hmm. So yeah, just take them outside, go outside, helps you too. Yeah. yeah, I'd say even to add on to that is like to keep some kind of routine. Mm-hmm. I think that's a big one for kids and even for your sanity. So you kind of know what to expect and, you know, you're not in the middle of a meeting or something for work. And then the kid's like, yo, can I have a snack? Mm. Kind of want a snack right now. Yeah. Little busy. No, I want a snack. No. Yeah. No. Yeah, true. I, I think having, I think keeping a routine, it doesn't have to be like, a minute by minute routine. I think, like you, like yeah, I'm sure you're alluding to, having uh, certain set times for certain things. So, whether it be times that you eat, times that you have a snack. I guess it depends also how old your kids are. But yeah. you know, if you have young kids, young young kids, setting snack times, meal times, um, setting aside TV TV time or screen time is a thing for you. Setting aside screen time, just little things like that. Or you can even make it like, like one thing I do with my older daughter. Um, who's eight is like every day we have to do a workout for half an hour and it doesn't really matter when we do it but it just has to be done that day so throughout the day we just pick a time that we do it and we do it then Mm -hmm. Um, 
and it's fun. It's like it's just something to look forward to, and it's nothing spectacular, but it's just kind of a fun thing that we do, and it's routine, like yeah. you're saying. Yeah. And I think even with that, uh, I was also going to add to to making a routine is including that man. Um, making the routine so they're also selecting kind of what they're doing too mm-hmm. um, especially for kids that are like Vey's age mm-hmm. so that's one thing I like you do when you're doing that with Vey is you'll ask her what she wants to work like how many um, sets they want to do yeah. that kind of thing which right. I think is important for that age group for sure yeah choice is huge yeah um, another one that I had is kind of similar to what we've been talking to but just having a daily or weekly activity that you do together so similar to what I was saying about Vey like um, and the t- doing it together is the part that's important. And I think because, you know, in the past life, we go to work, we come home, we kiss the kids to bed, they go to sleep. And I'm sure for a lot of parents who are, you know, family-oriented, loving parents who would like to spend more time with their family, this is your chance to do that. So mm-hmm. although you're still working from home and the kids are still doing homeschool, um, when you do do activities, you also want to do things that you can do together, like not outside of just giving them screen time or, you know, getting them to do their own hobbies. Like, I do think there is things that you should do together, like um, a family. So if you, so let's say you're taking one of the kids outside. Why doesn't everybody go outside mm-hmm. or the family workout or just whatever? Like, there should be something, I think, that you guys do daily or weekly that is everyone doing it together mm-hmm. um just to kind of add just positivity throughout your household everyone there's a sense of it it just mitigates the chance of um people feeling isolated or missing their their other lives mm-hmm. you know their all their other social lives and things like that where you know you guys just feel the sense of like you're in it together kind of thing yeah, yeah. and i think there is absolutely something to be said about quality actual time together rather than like the past life you were saying where you go to work you come home you spend time with your kids you're eating with your kids Mm -hmm. that type of thing but it's not necessarily quality like you time um so i think that's a big one and like i don't know i try to really do that a lot with quinn where sometimes i just get wrapped up in like things that i need to do and Mm -hmm. i'll keep her with me as if she's like doing it with me but she doesn't that's not quality time mm-hmm. where i'm still engaged in something else mm-hmm. um so i i definitely try to be mindful of that when i get in those moments yeah or that mode i guess i should say um of just you know taking even like half an hour or so mm-hmm. to like just sit and do something with her yeah sure i think that's very very important mm-hmm um another one i'll say too is like also maintaining a little you time that's so important because if you are just like on the go working and then doing all this other shit with kids stuff with kids um (laughs) they're not kids (laughs) (laughs) sorry kids um you'll go crazy and Mm -hmm. i feel like i'm i'm hearing that from a lot of my parent um clients and um, actually, one of my um, old coworkers wrote something on Facebook that was like, um, <laughs> it was so cheesy, but it was like, it was kind of a positive vibe of just like, hey, parents, I see you out there. You know, they're working hard. I get it. You're working hard. You're teaching the kids. You're doing homeschool. And there's a lot going on. Mm-hmm. We're all in it together. You're doing great. 
Like, it was, like, that kind of message. <laughs> yeah. And, like, if you knew this girl, it would be even funnier. But, um, yeah, I just thought, like, yeah, let's just talk more obviously like that. And, yeah. Um, yeah, we all are doing the same fucking thing, so. It's true. Yeah. Why not? Like, true. instead of just complaining to each other, just like, I fucking hate this. Just like, hey, we're in it together. Give me yeah. five. Over here. We <laughs> hate our lives. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. And I think I think I think one of the hard parts with that for a lot of people is um, you know, if you are a parent in a if you're not a single parent, if you're a parent and you know, you're married to somebody else, um getting when that other person needs a break. And I feel like I've talked about this before, but um so, you know, allowing that other parent to be able to get get some them time just as important as it is for you to understand when you need some you time. And to kind of have that communication with each other where you're, although obviously you're a team, you're a family team or whatever, um, you know, it's still, as the parents, you're still the ones running the show. You're, you know, you're the front runners, right? So it's important to obviously have each other's backs and, and make sure that, I think it was a, it you know what it was? Mm-hmm. I was listening to this podcast one time with this lady. I don't even know who she was. I listened to one podcast and she was talking about how, um, one thing she does with her husband, she, I think she's like a psychiatrist or something. I don't know what she was. But she's talking about how her and her husband, they do this thing where they like check in with each other and they, they they say percentages to each other. Like basically, like where are you at? Mm-hmm. So like what percent are you at? And then the husband might be like, honestly, like I'm at 30%. Like I... I feel like that's a you vibe. Like that's something you would say. Yeah. And then she would be like, okay, well, I'm at about 60 right now. So why don't I, you know, do this and this and this? give you some time and then maybe later on tonight you can put them to bed or something so you know you kind of get some time to recharge your battery then tonight you put them to bed and then we're good you know it's kind of a way to balance um each other's energy levels and just where you're at so i don't know just anything you can do to kind of figure out a way to support each other as parents in this time also is very important Mm -hmm. yeah and uh it says that you had uh one more here i do oh yeah also, I was, um, while you were just talking, did you see how the cat was sitting down? No. He's literally sitting like a human. Oh. Like, he's facing forward with his hands, like, in front of him, and he's on his butt. Oh, he's on his butt right now? Yeah. Oh, I can't see. I just see his head. That's why I took a picture of him. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway. Um, so, socializing. Um, which, for Quinn, it's been super tricky. Mm-hmm. Um, but doing something, like, um... Marsh and I at one point were FaceTiming like once in a while at least with the kids but <clears throat> even if that's the interaction Quinn's getting right now then that's mm-hmm. what she's gonna get and hopefully we go tobogganing um, with her our, um, cousins this weekend mm. so we're still being outside following the rules um, and I'm disappointed in Marsha yeah um, for following the rules I know um and also even just taking her to the grocery store. I'm really enjoying that, too. Yeah. Because I feel like everyone's like, oh, she's so cute. Mm-hmm. And Quinn's just like, like, she walks in there like she's grocery shopping. Yeah. Like, she doesn't even want you to hold her anymore. She just constantly says, walk. Hi, excuse me. Where do you carry your oatmeal? <laughs> um, rolled oats would be great. Thank you so much. Yeah. She, yeah, it's pretty funny. Tan's looking at your foot like, I'm going to fuck that shit up just yeah. now. I'm just, I can't wait to fuck the foot up. Um, but yeah, man. Yeah, socializing in some it's way, huge. shape, or form. Yeah. I mean, adults obviously need it too, but, 
I think kids will kind of go stir crazy and I think it's really going to affect long term if you know if we do do this for an entire like two years or so like mm-hmm. that's huge for like the younger kids I yeah think. yeah big time I think I think you know uh, yes but also no I, I think there's so many ways to socialize that mm, I don't think it's going to affect them in a way that's going to like be dire to their lives if you're even if you are facetiming somebody which is obviously not ideal it's not the same thing as being in school it's not the same thing as being around your friends and doing what you do with your friends and stuff but i think being able to socialize uh you know online or whatever um is still i just mean we haven't been in this lockdown consistently for two years even mm-hmm. though it's been it's been on and off Mm-hmm. So there were moments where, like the summertime, like people were out and about. Like yeah. you, you could have went to the park with a friend or, or whatever. And even going into the fall and into the winter, like we were off lockdown. Like you could go into stores. You could. So we've had almost lockdown breaks. That you know, down the road, everyone's gonna be fine. It's just that mm-hmm. this sucks right now. Yeah. And in the meantime, while we are in this lockdown, there are things we can do, as we just suggested, to kind of keep. The ball rolling. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't really believe that people are going to be fucked up later and shit. I, I think that's... I think if this keeps going, sure. But as yeah. it stands now, especially if, you know, they're saying that by this summer, things will be a little different and hopefully things will open up. I think everybody will be all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know. What do I know? Um, all right. Let's go into the striking thoughts. Um, and I just wanted to talk a little bit about um, like challenges or the importance and the benefits of just doing things you don't want to do or doing something that's challenging. Now, you know, what I'm referring to are things like the things that come to mind are doing things like checking things off your checklist or and not just like grocery shopping and shit but like actual goals that you were set out to achieve or things that are challenging like um eating a certain way dieting especially now that it's january a lot of people are making those resolutions to themselves and it's kind of this social it's very known um as a society where you know it's common knowledge where people they make their goals in january and it's like everyone knows that like there's a joke that like three weeks into the month then you just stop right like mm-hmm. it's kind of something that everyone already knows and that sucks i think it's very very important to um follow through with the challenges that you've put uh presented yourself and put in front of yourself and the importance of doing these things uh just benefits you in so many different ways and not only just for completing the said challenge and just for the sake of this discussion i'll use exercise as the challenge so if you put yourself through a workout every day or every other day or whatever um even when you don't want to even when you don't feel like it and stuff like that it's so important and it's cool because you can hear a tan purring right now i just want to ask that which is fine but um it's so important to do these things because not only does it help to obviously keep you fit and in shape and you're taking care of your body but you're building characteristics that are going to help you to achieve goals, right? So, you know, having 
to achieve these goals or to do these things, obviously it's going to build tolerance and resilience in all aspects, right? Meaning you're able to go through and withstand doing something or doing a task that you really don't want to be doing. And even as you're doing it, you're thinking, I don't want to do this, but you're doing it. And, you know, that translates to all different kinds of things in life. Even things like right now, we're all in this lockdown. And I think someone who's more resilient or who has more tolerance is able to just kind of be like, all right, you know what? This isn't that bad. Like, things could mm-hmm. be worse. Yeah. You're able to cope with things that um, are presented to you that aren't necessarily ideal to you. And it's just because you are someone who's used to dealing with adversity or taking on challenges that aren't necessarily always comfortable. Um, So, you know, it it also helps just to prepare you for unexpected challenges and occurrences in life, like a lockdown, you know, like obviously this is something that none of us expected. And I think we're seeing people who do have more emotional resilience or just resilience in general are just kind of coping with it a little bit better and, you know, can kind of just get along with whatever it is like it's out of my control so all right i can tolerate what it is because i'm used to putting myself through daily challenges whether it be my diet whether it be fitness whether it be anything anything you find challenging it Mm -hmm. it could even be challenging to you to stay in contact with your family it's kind of a promise that you have for yourself throw him off the chair please (laughs) um sorry ten keeps eating the monster and i don't like it but um yeah man like i just think it's important to challenge yourself and not only for what the challenge is but just for how many just for the benefits it brings to your life not only for completing the challenges in front of you but just it helps you in all other aspects that you wouldn't even realize so uh, my advice to everybody is just to especially now like find something that's challenging and Set a schedule for yourself, similar to what we were talking about in the gray zone, even though it was for, more so for kids, but just for yourself. Like, if it's exercise and you're going to exercise three or four times a week, okay, map that out, make it happen, no excuses. And that's the challenge. The challenge is doing something you don't want to be doing, but you know it's going to benefit you. Um, it could be cooking your own foods and not ordering off Uber Eats all the time, right? If you say you're going to cook four or five times a week, okay, cool, make that happen. Um, and you'll just kind of start to see how those changes are going to benefit you in all the other ways in life. And, you know, that's a very important skill set to have going through yeah, life. For sure. I actually saw a meme the other day that said that being me is tough. Um, that she's like, she said something like, I'm a type A personality, but I'm also really lazy. Mm-hmm. I'm like that. I was going to say, I'm like that too. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I know what I want. I don't care. Here I am. But, like, I don't want to do anything. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. I talk about it all the time. I'm lazy. I'm a lazy... In my heart and soul, mm-hmm. I'm lazy, bro. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do anything challenging. I don't want to... I don't want to work hard. I just want to have a good time. And I want to chill. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. all I want. You know? Yeah. But I I do think certain things do mean a lot to you, and that's why you end up being very motivated to finish them. 100%. Um, But if it's something you don't care about, you don't care. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. 
But I just mean, well, I guess what I'm getting at is, you know, in my core, well, I would say a part of my core is, yeah, laziness, chill, I don't care, I don't want to do anything. But I think with years and years and years of challenging myself, doing things I didn't want to do, you know, it builds a certain characteristic and a certain um, way of living for me that's like, you know, I can't not complete certain tasks because mm. it's got to get done, you know? Because yeah. um, there was a point in my life when, like, I just didn't feel like doing something. I just didn't do it. Mm-hmm. And just, so what? Mm-hmm. But, you know, I do think now, I, I you know, there's certain things that I'm, I might procrastinate in doing, but at a certain point, it's like, okay, I got to get this done. Yeah. Um, and I think that's just from, you know, challenging yourself with certain things that you don't want to be doing yeah so yeah i think it's important for people to um to do that because uh, i know there's people who are like me who are lazy and chill at heart and in order to get stuff done or to eventually to eventually get to a point in life where like because everyone has goals in life right and they don't just happen it's not just gonna fall in your lap Mm -hmm. so if you are somebody who's more chill lazy laid back you can really fall into a, a a bubble of not really caring about whatever goals you have in front of you that's the benefit of doing things that are challenging and that you don't want to do because in order to achieve that goal that you have there's going to be parts of that goal or or steps in getting to that goal that you're not going to want to do or it's not the fun part of what you're looking forward to in achieving that goal but it's a part of the process and and it feels more rewarding too once you achieve those things totally like i honestly as much as you knock me for like not responding to things mm. or constantly check up on me like did you respond to this yeah um i find that challenging that I, that seems very overwhelming to me to respond to a bunch of emails um or even text messages or whatever yeah. um but honestly, when I have days where I literally just like anytime I get it, immediately I'll respond. Mm. It it feels um, just like good. It feels like I had a big accomplishment, mm. even though it was just something silly and small, just responding to an email. But yeah. to me, that it feels so inconvenient. I'm yeah. doing other things. Fuck off. Yeah, and that's the, that's the beauty of it too. It's like everyone has a thing. Like to me, I think that's in my mind that's crazy to me mm-hmm. like it's an email it's so simple but that's the that's the thing like everyone has a thing that they find challenging and that's your thing bro like you don't need to feel bad that in this example that we're using you don't need to feel bad that your thing is emailing because i'm sure a part of you is like a part of you probably knows it's easy it's yeah. not challenging and like why do i hate it so much yeah for sure but for whatever reason that's your thing and if your thing is responding to emails the day you get them let's say that's your challenge then that's just as hard as anybody else's challenge mm-hmm. right it's all relative so yeah like my thing is i one of my things is i don't like calling anybody i don't like talking to anybody i don't mm. um anyway yeah i just so anyway point being find things that challenge you because honestly if you want to I'm sure you have a goal you want to achieve and in order for you to be able to do the steps that you don't want to do to achieve that goal, you got to be already practicing 
working on doing things you don't want to do and challenging yourself on a mm-hmm. daily basis. So, no better time than now to do it. Yeah, for sure. No better time. Yeah, I feel like... I don't know. I, feel, uh, I don't know if you have, but... I just feel like it's been a great time to... I guess the most positive thing about all the lockdowns and stuff is mm-hmm. just having time to actually think about... Um, your goals, where you want to go, and just even, like, self-reflect, you know? Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's a process, man. Like, even with, like, like making videos and stuff, doing all this YouTube shit, like, sometimes I don't want to have any videos. It's mm-hmm. a pro. It's, an, it's, it can be annoying. Like, it can be a pro. I just want the video to be done, but... You know, it's one of those things where it's like every week I got to put out something and that's the bottom line. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. And that's it. Let's jump into our closing, qu- closing time. Mm-hmm. Turn all of the lights out. I am making up words to the song. You like that song? I do. Song's a good song. I also just thought like, I really wish I knew lyrics. Why don't you know them? I don't know. Because when the people, when the songs are playing, they're saying them. <laughs> you know what I mean? So if you're listening. I don't know. You know what I find? And I'm generalizing um, for simplicity. I don't mean this. But I find that more females don't really listen to lyrics. They just mm. kind of take in the tracks and... You feel the vibe. Yeah, like I, I just find, I just feel like I've, I've heard it personally in my life. Many females say that, like I don't really listen to the lyrics. I just, mm-hmm. I just know the songs. I feel um, like I only know two music heads that know like songs in and out and know like artists that mm-hmm. I've never heard of. Um, so yeah, I feel like I only know two music heads. I feel like most people don't listen to music that way. Mm-hmm. Like listen to the lyrics or just know all the music. Listen to the lyrics that way, where it's like... Um, I listen to the lyrics. You'd be one of those two people. I don't think I'm a music head at all. Uh, I I like music. I like what I like. And if I like it, I'm in. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I don't... I'm not one of those guys that you can be like, yo, who's that group in 1996 that like went from <laughs> this record company to that record company? Like, I don't... Yeah. I don't... I don't know like that. Um, but if I like music... If I like a certain artist or something, I'm in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Closing question. Go. Um, what's your biggest pet peeve within yourself? Mm-hmm. And what's your biggest pet peeve with other people? Um, my biggest pet peeve within myself is—I'll say two things. One, procrastination. I really hate that, and I do it, and I hate it. And the second one would be my, not all the time, but sometimes I have that switch where I just go, oh, I don't give a shit right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so like it's and it usually is is related to maybe and you know what honestly I feel like it's just been since the pandemic where I'm just. It's almost like, I feel like, well, I can't work out the way I want to work out, so fuck it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Where it's more of a struggle. I'm enjoying writing, but I just mean everything else. I'm just like, fuck, what? what? Sit-ups and push-ups? Mm-hmm. 
fuck that, bro. Give me a barbell and some dumbbells. Mm-hmm. You know, like, um, so yeah, I just, I just feel like I can't, I feel like I won't, I don't want to make the adjustment to doing bullshit home workouts. Like, I'm just having a, having a tough time with that. Yeah. Um, That's your mindset. You're yeah, calling like a I bullshit just, workout. Yeah, it's just like, what the fuck? Fucking 30-pound kettlebell, that's it? Like, get out of here, bro. Mm-hmm. 95 reps, I'm good, bro. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, so, um, yeah. So, I, but I would, my answer would be probably procrastination for sure. Mm-hmm. Is the number one thing where I'm like, oh, okay, bro. Like, come on. Get yeah, yeah. Um, so, what's yours for yourself? Um, when my volume goes from, like, zero to 100. Mm-hmm. When I'm just, like, yelling all of a sudden or, like, I react really quickly. Mm-hmm. Like, I have moments where I'll catch myself and I think, yuck. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, I find that really annoying. And especially when I can tell the other person's annoyed, mm-hmm. it makes me more annoyed at myself. Yeah, for sure. Um, he's going to break something for sure. Yeah, it's, it's fine. I'll, I'll punish him. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a big one for me. Um... Yeah, I'll say that. Yeah. Anything else I was going to say was just like things that meant in the back of my head I'm trying to work on, but it's not necessarily a pet peeve of mine. Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, I would just say pet peeve. A pet peeve to me is almost like, it's almost just like something that you are and you're just like, man, that's just me. Yeah. It's, I want it to change, but like, it's just me. Yeah. You know, um, yeah, I'm just kind of a procrastinator. Not all the time, but if it's something I really don't want to do, like you know what I'm the worst with, and I'll I don't think this will ever change. Mail. Oh yeah, that drives me crazy that you I don't even open it. I can't. I cannot open mail because now I have to do something. <laughs> I get and that. The envelope is sealed. Yeah. Don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I have no idea. That's exactly what it is. Yep. Like, even the last time when I brought up three of your envelopes, mm-hmm. I put them on the table. Absolutely. And I knew that meant, hey, dude, open your fucking mail. <laughs> yeah. And I said, all right, I'm just going to wait until she moves it because she's sick of seeing them on the table. Yeah. Which and then when she happened. moves it, it doesn't exist. Yeah. But it does. Yeah. It does. Yep. yep. Um, yeah. What about Peppy for other people? <sighs> Where do I start? Wow. Um, I know. You probably have a list. I would say... That's ah, tough. Pet for other people. You know what? I, I'll <laughs> say this. I don't like... This really rubs me the wrong way. I don't like when people... Um, try to... I don't know how to explain it. It's like they try to go out of their way to... Not make you feel dumb. But make themselves seem better than. Mm-hmm. I really don't like that. For so many reasons. So, for example, and the, actually it's funny, one of my clients is kind of like that. It drives me crazy. When the, when the moment comes out, it I find it gross and I always shut it down. But, like, you know, they'll do something like, um, I can't explain it. But they, it's almost like bragging or boasting about something about themselves but mm-hmm. without oh, man I'm trying to figure out a way to explain this like or give an example um 
Uh, okay, like, so let's say I said, um, yeah, did you watch the Raptors game last night? And you're like, you're like, yeah, I watched it. And then I said something like, um, you know, uh, yeah, it's crazy that they're playing in Tampa now, and, and uh, you know, it just kind of sucks that they're playing in Tampa or something. And then you would say something like, um, like, you would say something purposefully knowing I don't know. Mm-hmm. Because, but... So you would say something like, um, yeah, well, I mean, it's crazy because, you know, the Raptors have that, a history in that, in that arena or something. Knowing I don't know what you're talking mm-hmm. about, but you want to hear me say, wait, I, what do you mean? I don't know what you're talking so about. So that I can school you. So you can school me. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. Yeah. It's, it's, um, it's, it's almost a form of condescension to me. Yeah, it is. And it's just like, don't just, if you want to say something cool, just say it, dude. You don't mm-hmm. need to, you don't need to know that i didn't know it mm-hmm. so you could say something amazing yeah you know so whenever that, those moments come up i just act i just i lose interest yeah truthfully so it just takes away from that moment that you think you have yeah um but yeah i don't like when people try to i don't like when people try to show you that they're better than you in something just so that you feel like you're not as good. Yeah. Because to me that's negative. Why would you want someone to feel that way? Yeah. If you have information that you want to show somebody or teach somebody, just do that so in a way that they're receptive to. It's like yeah. a conversation. Yeah, but the whole notion of like, um Yeah, I know I don't know. I, I really don't like that. It's it, yeah. it bugs me. What about you? Um, well, actually, one I thought of that's kind of both pet peeve for myself as well as other people mm-hmm. is when people don't know what I'm talking about. And I, what you make fun of me all the time for, just yeah. like, I get upset that people don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. But that's not, but that's your fault. But, but that's what I mean, where it feels to me where it's a two-way street. I but it's like, it's on me. Kind yeah. Of um, but yeah, I get irritated that they don't know what I'm yes. talking about. Yes, yeah, you do. It's actually really funny to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's a big one. Um, what else? Close-mindedness. Yeah, I hate that. That's a very big one for mm-hmm. me. I agree. I don't um, like that either. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't mind a strong opinion, mm-hmm. but a strong opinion that's willing to discuss is fine with me. Yeah. But, like, to act like I'm an, I don't know, I, I, you know, I guess there are certain times when that is appropriate, I guess, to, to have the opinion that someone's an idiot for thinking a certain thing. Mm-hmm. Like, if someone said, like, yeah, you know, I think pedophiles are uh, cool. I think it's fine to be a pedophile. Um, well, you know, that's kind of crazy. But, mm-hmm. interestingly enough, yeah, we can go there. But I just think there's certain opinions that someone can have where it's like, okay, you're crazy. But even in me thinking you're crazy, we can still have a conversation about it. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I really don't like close-mindedness either. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Those are my big ones. Fair enough. I think even when I get irritated when other people don't know what I'm talking about, it's just because I want the conversation to be done. It's never that I'm upset that they don't know. Mm-hmm. It's just like I don't want to explain myself further. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you partially also feel like it's... Um, like, do you feel like a part of the pet peeve is because you feel like, um, like, I didn't do a good job explaining, and now I just feel kind of insecure about that? Um, no. Okay. I, I think it's just like, 
I don't care to continue to talk. I don't yeah. care to discuss it more. And mm-hmm. um, I definitely recognize when I don't explain things very well. Mm. Um, I think that's something that's that'd be something that I would like to get better at. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, no, it's just just what's know your, what I'm talking about and let's what, move on. What's your biggest pet peeve with me? Um. I'd say... It's probably not going to change, but I'm just saying. I'm just curious. No, it won't change. It's very ingrained in you. Mm-hmm. Um, just when you're my way or the highway mm-hmm. mentality. Mm-hmm. I think that's super frustrating sometimes. Mm-hmm. And When, though? Like, give me an example. Um, just earlier with the whole supplements thing. I was like, your stuff's here. So, like, let's start that. Oh, and my stuff. Yeah. And then you're like, if I want to, oh yeah, you asked for it. Yeah. So it's it's that of just like, um, you know, like I'm trying to help you. You asked for this, mm-hmm. and just because I'm saying, do this, mm-hmm. you're like, no, nope, gonna do my own thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess it sounds like it'd be more so. My defiance when I feel when I sense that you're telling me to do something. Than yeah. my way or the highway. I don't think I'm my way or the highway. Yeah, I guess that's a better way of putting it. I, I think um, you just like to do things your way kind of thing. Yeah. So it, it's, it's not my way or the highway, but it's like my way and do whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, yeah. What about you? Mm. Mm. Putting the garbage bin in? No, actually. I, I I think I'm very like whatever. I, I, not much bugs me. I don't. Um, I guess the yelling thing. Yeah. It's just annoying though. It doesn't actually make me like dislike you. Mm-hmm. It just makes me feel like Ugh, I don't even want to mm-hmm. talk right now. But then the moment passes and it's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I guess that's the only thing. Not the only thing, but that's. What comes to mind, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's always gonna be something. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't have anything that's so like gets yeah. me to my core. Where... Yeah, I don't have a deep seated thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just again have moments of annoyance and then carry on. Mm-hmm. But I think that's normal. Yeah, fair enough. I am excited for the break time that we have coming up. The truth or drink. Yep. That's going to be cool. That'll be fun. And you said minus the drink, but I think we shouldn't minus the drink. Really? Because that ups the ante. It'll force you to ask certain questions. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, Kawhi. So, yeah. we got uh, that coming up next. Also, eh, I'll save it. We'll save it for another day. Let's wrap it up. Anything okay. you want to say before we... Wrap it up. Um, no. I feel like I have nothing to say. What would I say? Mm-hmm. Anything you want. It's your world. Yeah, I get that, but like, what? You the know? fuck? He's in everything right now. Ten. Ten! <laughs> He's cool. I want him to be older, though. Me too. Yeah. I can't wait till they're both a year older. Because moments like this when he's crawling around doing all this kind of stuff, the only main reason I don't stop him all the time is because 
he needs to do it so he knows, so he gets bored of it. Yeah. Because if you keep stopping him, then he'll be like, I, I can't wait to do this for real. You know what I mean? <laughs> so you almost have to let him do it so he's just like, eh, I don't really care about crawling on the Yeah, there's something anymore. special up there. Yeah. Yeah, um, I get And, that. like, no one gets mad at me. No one gives me attention when I do this, so... Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the point? Yeah. So, anyway. All right, let's wrap this up, then. Well, for us at In the Gray, Striker, T, signing out. Have a good day, dude. Oh, and Tan. Tan signing out, too. Tan, say something. Okay. All right. See you.